0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it, as we always do. It's time for our word for the weekend podcast, one verse, Luke chapter 12, verse 15. Luke chapter 12, verse 15. Let's read it from the New King James Version, uh, as we always do. And he said to them, take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. New Living Translation says it like this, then he said, beware, guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. And this is a timely message here, I believe, because uh, we as a society have become enamored uh, with people and celebrity and people's bank accounts. And you will often hear a lot of praise uh, heaped on people because of the amount of things that they've amassed in this life. And yet, when we look at where uh, we are as a nation and what we've experienced over the last uh, year and a half with a pandemic and people's lives being lost, it should have put us in a place. I say it should have put us in a place because it didn't put everybody in this place. It should have put us in a place. where we really came to understand the value of things, right? There's a saying that goes, uh, a lot of people know the price of something, but they don't know the value of it. And and we should have been put in that mindset over the last year and a half that, that the value of something is far greater than the price. And we should have been put in that mindset over the last year and a half that it don't matter how much you got, don't matter what kind of things you have, As Jesus says here in the text, you know, we got to beware of covetousness. I'm going to talk about that in a second. But he says our life does not consist in the abundance of the things we possess. He says life is not measured by what we own. And sadly, y'all, again, there's so many of us that do measure a life by what people have when they die. Again, famously, I've said to you all, everybody dies broke. Because the Bible says that it all belongs to God. And I'm often reminding people that when you die, whatever you have transfers. And it transfers to somebody else who's going to die. And so it's not about what we accumulate. Many times when I share these thoughts, when I talk about our, our obsession with material things and how we need to break free of those things and come to a realization of what really and truly matters, Many times when I say those things, people think that I don't want them to have anything. They think I expect them to just live a life of uh, poor and, 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 and not having anything and not going anywhere and not experiencing the good things of life? No, that's not what I'm saying. In fact, that's not even what Jesus is saying in the text here. He says that your life does not consist in the abundance of the things you possess. He says that is not your life. Your life is not in your money. Your life is not in your material possessions. Your life is not in those things that you have accumulated because none of those things actually have life. So your life cannot be in an inanimate object. Yes, these things can enhance our lives. They can make our lives better. They can make us more comfortable. They can cause us to enjoy the things of life. I have some material possessions. I don't have the best of everything, but I have some material possessions that I enjoy, some things that I feel that make my life more enjoyable, but that's not the measure of my life. That's not the measure of who I am. That's not the value. The value is in all the external things, the things that I can't put a price on. Value is in my wife and my children and, and my mother and my family and, and my ministry. My life is, is those things. But, but, but as, we, as we move forward with this thought on today, we'll make sure you get this in your spirit. On today. Part of the reason that Jesus is saying this, if you read the full text, uh, you see a man who's, who's asking Jesus to uh, implore his brother to split their father's inheritance. And part of the reason that Jesus is saying this is because we get caught up in all of these things. And he's saying this, he says, beware of covetousness. See, when we get caught up on how much money this person has made or who's a billionaire this week or or how much money this person accumulated on the last thing they did. When we get caught up in that, there's a spirit of covetousness that goes with that. Many times we're jealous of these people. We're saying, man, I wish I had it like that. I wish I had their things. I wish I could get on a plane whenever I felt like it. I wish I could have six or seven houses and all of these different cars. I wish I had the stuff that they had. It seems like it has enhanced their life. It seems like they're living the good life because they have so many material things around them. They have so many material possessions that it seems like their life is just amazing. But even as Jesus is saying here, he says the reason that he's trying to make us understand that your life ain't about your stuff, because when you keep focusing on people's stuff, you're going to start looking at your stuff. And you're going to say, how come I don't have what they have? I want that stuff. Yeah, God has blessed me with a house and I got a roof over my head. I got food in the refrigerator, but I wish I had the neighbor's stuff. I wish I had my favorite celebrity or athlete's stuff. Fact of the matter is, y'all, God has promised in his word that he will supply our every need. And there ought to be a sense of gratitude when we look around and say, listen, I don't have all the things that my flesh desires, but God has been good. I'm going to praise him for what he's done. I'm going to give thanks and show gratitude for what he's done. I want you to know that gratitude is in short supply these days. Not everybody is grateful for what's been done for them. Not everybody has a sense of gratitude. No, people often think that they ought to have more than they've actually been given. And again, this is where we overlook grace. We overlook the fact that really God don't owe you nothing. That's just the truth of the matter, brothers and sisters. God don't owe you anything. You know, it's been said, you know, people say this, but sometimes maybe they don't feel it. But I certainly do feel it. If God don't do anything for me beyond Calvary, he's already done enough. The fact that I don't have to die and go to hell because through Jesus Christ, I can have eternal life. If God don't do anything beyond that, he's done enough. But listen, I'm grateful for the fact that he's done so much more than just that. Oh, that's the greatest thing that he's done, but he has added some things to my life. He has allowed me to enhance my life and enjoy my life in so many different ways. Again, I have many of the creature comforts. I have uh, many possessions that I want. I I, I got, you know, I talk often about my office. I have my house kind of almost laid out exactly like I wanted to. But let me tell you what God really did for me beyond Calvary, gave me some people to love some people that love me. He gave me a sense of responsibility when he allowed me to do ministry. No, I'm not worthy. He simply allows me to do this. And so God has shown me through those intangible things. He's shown me through those things that cannot be quantified or qualified with a price. He's shown me through those things that your life isn't about your possessions I was once somebody who wanted all of those things, right? I said I wanted to amass this kind of wealth so I can do this kind of thing. Yeah, my thing often, y'all, was I wanted to be wealthy so that I could go away from people, so I could isolate myself, so I can be off on an island by myself. That was my thought. But as I grew and I got a little bit wiser, I realized that while you may need to be away from some people, you don't need to be away from everybody. And I thank God that he surrounded me with some people that remind me on a day-to-day basis that your life does not consist of all the things that you possess. And you got to beware of putting your focus on all the things that you possess. Because once you start staring at your possessions, once you start staring at things and saying, I wish I had this, I wish I had that, at some point you look up and you realize, I'm never going to have enough. I'm never going to be satisfied chasing these things, chasing this money, chasing the next promotion. I'm never going to be satisfied as long as I'm chasing these things. And that's when you really get to a point where you say, I need to find the meaning of life. I need to find some things that really and truly matter. And once you get to that place, my brothers, my sisters, you come to realize it's the external things, things I can't put a price on things I can't quantify, qualify with a price. Those are the things that make my life worth living. It's those type of things that give me real joy, joy that cannot be replaced by material things. Are those kind of things that cause me to go to the scripture and say, I need to make sure that I understand that my life is not measured by how much I own. In fact, my life is measured by how much God loves me and how he's blessed me with some intangibles, some things that money cannot buy. Those are the greatest blessings. My life is not measured by my stuff. My life is measured by the intangibles. And I thank God that he's given me a sense and a mind and a mentality to always be grateful and always appreciate the intangibles of life. I hope that you got something out of that word on today. Keep your mind focused on your intangibles. Those are the things that money can't replace. Those are the things that money can't buy. That's what your life is measured by. Again, I hope that you all received that message on the day. That's all the time that we've got for our word for the weekend. I hope you are blessed by that. Let me give you our tags. We always do. If you'd like to keep up with us, the best way to do that, go to the ministry's website, that website, www.krjministries.org. If you would like to purchase any of our written work, go to our publishing website, that website, www dot krjpublishing.com. Listen, wherever you listen to this podcast right now, if you have not done so already, we encourage you right now, hit that subscribe button so that you know when new episodes become available. And we would definitely appreciate that. And if you've been blessed by what we shared here, share it with somebody, tell somebody there was a word that was happening on this word for the weekend Pro- uh, podcast, rather share it with somebody and allow them to be blessed by what you've heard on today. Listen, if you'd like to support this ministry, the best way to do that, go to paypal.me forward slash K R J Ministries. Again, paypal.me forward slash K R J Ministries, Or you can go right to the ministry's website and go to the donate page, www.krjministries.org forward slash donate. You can donate right there from the website. Any level of support you give us would definitely be appreciated. That's all the time that we've got for our word for the weekend. I hope that you are blessed by what we had to share on today. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. We'll see you all on next time. Be blessed.